0: Technology has revolutionized the world we live in. With rapid development and artificial intelligence, we've created a reliance on automation, but also a fear of the unknown. A certain unease has grown to wonder how far it can all go. Will technology misuse our information, make our jobs obsolete, or even surpass us? With the human race bound to the frightening power of machines, will there come a time where we will all have to submit to technology terror?
1: Welcome to 13 Degrees of Screams,
0: where we watch and dissect your favorite spooky movies.
1: I'm your host, Alex. And Stephanie. And this is a mostly horror podcast.
0: Each season, we will rank 13 movies on a scariness scale from, you guessed it, 1 to 13.
1: We will uncover the real-life myths and legends that inspire these movies and tell you just how authentic they are.
0: This week, we contact the dead in white noise. Stephanie. Annex.
1: Have you seen White Noise before we watched it for the podcast?
0: No. No. <laughs> No,
1: I hadn't. It's weird. Uh, So I had, when it first came out, and I literally convinced myself somehow that this movie was good. Oh. I was... I was, <laughs> don't, don't say anything yet. I was talking to Nick. I'm like, okay, I have two movies to watch for the podcast. One is good, and the other is not. Mm-hmm. So which one do you want to watch? And he's like, the good one. I'm like, okay. And then we watched, and I'm like, oh, this was bad.
0: No, it's very bad.
1: I don't know... Why I thought this was a good movie. Like, if you had asked me before the season started, like, which of these movies is, like, which ones of these are good? I'd be like, wait, noise. <laughs> no. No. Yeah, I don't know what I did. I just, I thought it was good. I re- uh, did rem- you
0: see it in 2005? Uh, I think so. Maybe it was good then, but they had, like, Phantom of the Megaplex kind of
1: ghost the whole time. Uh, uh, I don't know. I just... I don't know what it was in my head. I'm like, White noise, that's a good one. Yeah. It was not no. that great. I mean, we'll get to it with the plot. I feel like it started off pretty good.
0: Yeah. And then halfway through it
1: half right. kind of just crumbled.
0: It uh, was the special effects that oh, were not
1: that good. The ending girl. I'm like,
0: what? What the f Yeah. <laughs> what the good What d- what d- happened what here? The f- <laughs>
1: Yeah, that's how I felt. Yeah. I felt betrayed by this movie. I'm like, I thought you were good. <laughs> it is not good. Okay. We had it ranked as a 12.
0: Oh, no. Uh, Do you disagree? Yeah. But now I'm getting confused. What's going to go to 12? <laughs> I don't know because I
1: feel like, again, the first half, some of the sounds especially were creepy and the visuals mm-hmm. were pretty startling
0: in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Overall, the jump scares were good. I yeah, guess.
0: if you, yeah, the first couple times. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. Then it got old. But I thought it was pretty good at first. Yeah. At least with the scares and then it just devolved into I'm like, what is even happening? What is the plot of this movie? <laughs> I don't I don't uh, know.
0: Yeah, no. I it became really really unnecessarily dense cuz at first it just feels like he's trying to contact his wife. And then you realize, like, no, he's trying to be a policeman <laughs> in a way and like solve murders and shit that haven't happened yet. And his wife is just, like his ghostly sidekick.
1: Yeah. I feel like we could have just kept with uh, contacting his wife storyline and maybe, yeah. maybe it was just ended up being a malevolent mano- spirit.
0: Yeah. Ma- malevolent?
1: Malevolent, right?
0: Huh? I thought you said malevolent.
1: Malevolent. <laughs> you know, me and words are <laughs> not friends. I mean,. Honey, same. <laughs> I could barely read. All right, listen, a bad, oh no, a bad, illiterate. no good spirit. Okay,
0: yes, it
1: was no good. No good, bad spirit. But no, there was this whole thing that became about things that didn't happen. Wait a minute. Wait a wait a minute. It was about things that haven't happened yet. Right? Are they're going to happen? Yeah. Interesting, considering our next movie. Mm,
0: Yeah. Hmm.
1: Weird how that works out. A lot
0: of that. (laughs) A lot of all
1: that. I already go into some of the movie
0: background I found. Yeah. Sure.
1: White Noise is a 2005 supernatural horror thriller film directed by Jeffrey Sachs and starring Michael Keaton and Deborah Kara Unger. I don't know who Deborah Kara Unger is. Is that the wife?
0: (laughs) I'm assuming it's Sarah. Oh, yeah, yeah, She's kind of in it more than the wife, really.
1: That's fair. I don't know what else she's in, but Deborah,
0: yeah, oh, uh, I recognized Michael Keaton from Batman. see, Charlie said Batman, and I was like, that's the guy from Jack Frost <laughs> oh.
1: <laughs> that's a good movie too, though.
0: I, I kinda like I liked <laughs> it a lot as a kid, even though it's kind of silly, <laughs> yeah,
1: for sure, yeah, do you know there's a horror movie, Jack Frost? Yes, I do, oh, okay, I just wanted to. Wanted to check Yeah, there are two Jack Frosts, a good one and a bad one. Of course. You decide which one's good and which one's bad.
0: (laughs) I mean, uh, they might be both kind of bad, just different reasons.
1: Mm, Yeah, maybe we'll do a killer snowman season and we could do both Jack Frosts. Well, not killer snowmen, just snowmen.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Magical snowmen.
1: That's when we're at the bottom of the barrel just (laughs) scraping, what's left? (laughs) Snowmen.
0: Find it. (laughs) Cold
1: things. That's the season, cold. (laughs) Yes. Be on the lookout for cold.
0: (laughs) This movie takes place and there's snow on the ground, so this counts. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) Uh,
1: yeah. that sounds about right. (laughs) So the title refers to the electronic voice phenomenon, also known as EVP, where anomalous voice-like sounds, which some believe to be from the other side, interpreted as spirit voices, are found on electronic audio recordings. White Noise was generally negatively received by critics with a 7% rating at Rotten Tomatoes, with the site's consensus being, while there are some built-in scares, the movie is muddled and unsatisfying, which you kind of—
0: Agree. Agree. <laughs> You're like, agree. And then a five-star Absolutely. review from Alex in 2005. <laughs> no! Yeah. That's Best a- movie ever! <laughs>
1: I don't know what I was thinking. I don't even know if I've seen this movie now.
0: <laughs> Maybe you were confused.
1: I'm Yeah, I'm just confused. But 7%, that's lower than a lot of the movies we've covered so far. And that's yeah, saying a lot. Right? That says a lot.
0: Yeah. Didn't Lawnmower Man do better? Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, no. Well, I you know what?
1: I did like a Lawnmower Man better than this. So, you know what? I wouldn't even be surprised.
0: Okay, okay.
1: You're like, no, absolutely not. <laughs> Interesting fact I found. So, white noise came out at the beginning of January, which is like normally where like crappy movies so go. They dump to the da- bad stuff, yeah. yeah. But this movie did extremely well. That it actually became like it has like a legacy behind it now because they actually started putting good movies in that spot.
0: Oh, because okay. of
1: how well this movie did. So it's like this whole thing. It kind of changed how movies are released and what time it is.
0: Yeah, because I think. Sometimes popular stuff comes out for New Year's Day, but then right after that, it's like the sludge of mm-hmm. <laughs> what what can't make the good stuff.
1: Yeah, it, it said basically the movie was released released the first weekend after New Year's Day, uh, the start of the winter dump months, and, usu- and usually one of the worst weekends for new releases. Um, it led studios to reassess their releasing strategies for horror films. Really? Okay. And then, yeah, they said if a horror film is poorly received as white noise could... Nevertheless, make a significant amount of money in January. Studios realized a quality film in that genre could do even better. So it actually changed kind of like the structure right. of how some things are released. I know there was a big when Cloverfield came out, I think, yeah. around that time. Okay. Because of it. Oh, all right. But yeah, they changed it. there's a legacy behind this movie about like changing the way how some movies are released in yeah. January.
0: yeah. I I can see that I think most most like really big musical pictures and stuff now are like come out like Christmas weekend or right after. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. But there sense. was something
1: interesting that came out of this movie at least.
0: Yeah, good for it, them.
1: <laughs> it did it did well. It's just not good. Yeah. So they had a really good advertisement. Let's put it that way. Probably okay. that's probably why I thought it was good.
0: Yeah, you I just saw, saw the trailer. The and you're I'm like, this wow. It's a
1: quality movie. And then I never actually saw it. <laughs> I just made that up in my head. Yes. 2005.
0: Quality movie. <laughs> that was a long
1: time ago. Yes.
0: <laughs> would you like to hear about the plot? Yes, I would. Yay. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. Well, I'm just going to say no.
0: So, warn you ahead of time, I'm going to say EVP a lot. EVP. <laughs> <laughs> Ever. Just say EVP. <laughs> So Jonathan Rivers is an architect that lives with his wife and son from a previous marriage. In the opening scene, his wife Anna reveals to him that she's pregnant just to go missing immediately after. (laughs) Bad timing. Right, like that night. She's like gone forever now. (laughs) She's like, I'm
1: pregnant. Just kidding.
0: Bye. Yeah, kind of. And then, you know, he waits around for quite some time. And then at 2.30 a.m., which we keep on freezing on that time for some reason, no one cares. <laughs> <laughs> no one cares. Well, like, they I never mean, make any note of why. Well, I think we kind of
1: can uh, connect the dots as to why.
0: It's uh, spiritual.
1: Yeah, it's when she...
0: Well... Right? Yeah, but then they also do it in the future after she's passed at this point. But... Uh, okay it's fine it it means nothing really because they just keep showing it but it doesn't matter actually
1: literally don't (laughs) even pay attention to that part yes forget we even mentioned it right doesn't matter
0: so at that time (laughs) he reports her missing and the police find her car on the side of the road by the water and it's presumed she fell in while trying to change a tire
1: i love how it took him reporting it for them to find her yeah well i guess i guess they maybe wouldn't have looked but she was like right there wasn't she like just
0: yeah her car was just random charlie and i also thought it was funny that she had pulled over onto rocks to change the tire (laughs) like i i mean i guess that explains why she fell like it's not a very even terrain
1: (laughs) she like parked halfway off a cliff she's like this is fine
0: also like you're newly pregnant milk that shit like you get somebody else to come out and do that (laughs) yeah but all right whatever Do it herself -er. (laughs) I know. On the rocks. Yeah. (laughs) Perfect. She's like, the more complicated, the better.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I want to make my life as difficult as possible for myself.
0: Yes. So then in the five weeks after her disappearance, he briefly gets stuck in the elevator with one of his clients, but is let out by a maintenance guy just kind of staring at the outside of the elevator. He doesn't get in or anything. He's just like, everything okay?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Everything all right? Yeah. Are you okay in there? Yeah,
0: basically. And then they come out and he just continues staring at the elevator.
1: Okay. (laughs) Bye.
0: And also another thing I noticed too, because of all the Law and Order I've watched, <laughs> the story doesn't really hold up because we never see him get questioned by police and husbands. And He's the wives first to be. Are the first person, <laughs> yeah, that you go to, right? No, find out what's going on. It's because he has a lot of money, I guess. <laughs> I don't know, but yeah, they never question him, and instead he is approached by this man that keeps following him, named Raymond Price. Raymond tells him that he's been contacted by Anna through electronic voice phenomena, otherwise known as EVP, and she's told him that she's passed on. Hey, Raymond, can you get this note to him?
1: (laughs) (laughs) By the way, I'm dead. Yes. (laughs) Sorry.
0: (laughs) So, of course, Jonathan is skeptical at first, but Raymond says that this is the only way he's been able to process his own son's death, and he receives frequent communication from his son. At first, Jonathan's angered and dismissive, but once the police confirm that they found Anna's body, rolling it an accidental drowning, he believes Raymond may have been telling the truth. So he goes to Raymond's home, which is filled with monitors, tapes, and EVP equipment. And Ray assures him that if they keep listening, they'll eventually graduate to making like visual contact with Anna over these monitors. Mm-hmm it's a very strange setup and I'm like this guy's a crackpot <laughs> like I'm just looking at all this shit that he has in his house
1: hey he's ready to go yeah and I want to say it's it's like one of those situations he's like she's dead I mean you have like a really a 50-50 shot at that right like right. either she's dead or she's not yeah. so like the fact that he said she's Dead, and she actually ended up being dead. I mean, that's like one of two possibilities. It's right. not like this, like oh, you knew like
0: all along. Like yeah. her
1: car's been chilling there at the side of the road by the water on the
0: rocks. Yeah, I'll I think don't know. she just went for a walk. Like. Right,
1: like I wouldn't be like I I would assumed at that point, like yeah, yeah, she didn't make it. Right, and he's like, she's dead, <laughs> and he's like, how oh, would you know that? <laughs> I don't know. It was all over the news. Like, you really...
0: Yeah. Either she's
1: dead or she's not. Right. You have two <laughs> options. There's no, like, she's partially dead.
0: Sometimes she's dead. <laughs>
1: sometimes she's like Depends on the day.
0: Right. She, she, sometimes she doesn't feel it. Like <laughs>
1: She doesn't feel like living, so she just doesn't. She chooses not to live today.
0: Anyway, while at Raymond's, he befriends this woman, Sarah Tate, who has also come to Raymond for his EVP work because her fiancé has recently died.
1: She drank the Kool-Aid?
0: Yes. And Jonathan ends up capturing a recorded voice, assuming it's his wife, and becomes obsessed with trying to get in contact with her. However, along with his wife comes other voices that are aggressive and threatening. See,
1: so yeah, I've been like, hell no. Yeah. Sorry. All done. Yeah, I'm done. I, I You know what? Peace, <laughs> peace out. See you yeah, later. <laughs> peace and blessings, but she's dead. There's really nothing I could do at this point. Uh, I'm just going to go because the second I hear anything... Remotely different than a nice lady's voice. I'm leaving so fast. Right, right. I'm not fucking with that. <laughs> Goodbye. Yes. And he's like, more. More.
0: Right. Let's see some pictures. And she's not saying a lot either. She's just kind of like saying his name and uh, – <laughs> uh, Hi. Just, just barely hi, really.
1: <laughs> go and, away. I'm yeah.
0: Back. Go now. Go. Go. That's all she tells him. Jonathan, go. And I'm like, Jonathan, maybe we should stop. That's what what she means to say. <laughs> maybe. Stop doing this.
1: Or go. Like go as and leave and never come back.
0: Right. No.
1: <laughs> That's the opposite of what he did.
0: Right. Then the next time he goes to see Raymond, he finds him inexplicably dead, surrounded by destroyed EVP equipment. Jonathan and Sarah go through Raymond's previous EVP logs, and Jonathan ends up going to a psychic for advice and is told that his work with EVP has no safeguards and can provoke spirits.
1: I just want to know why – so this Raymond dude has been doing this for a while, it seems. Mm -hmm. Why why did all of a sudden these spirits – you know what I'm saying? Like
0: I don't know. He's been doing this for so long. He yeah, he's got kind of, like several logs of it. Maybe because he wasn't so obsessive.
1: I don't know. I'm like, Maybe
0: he does seem kind of obsessive, but I don't know. We get into it, but Jonathan's like doing it 24-7. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> he needs a hit. He's like, I need to hear. Yeah. I need more. I need to see.
0: You. Like he's listening to it like on his drive home from work and stuff like that. Like just like static. Like – It's weird. (laughs) Well, they didn't
1: have podcasts back in 2005, (laughs) Stephanie. What else did you listen to? Music? No. You listened to your dead relatives. (laughs) Am I the only one?
0: Yeah, I think so. Oops.
1: (laughs) I've been doing it wrong or right. I don't know.
0: And you understand with the whole, like, no safeguard thing, right? Because, like, the psychic says that she takes precautions to prevent herself from having to deal with or get infected in a way by... Yeah, there's nothing protecting. Yeah,
1: because, like, anything could come through, right? Yes. Is that what she's saying?
0: Also, it's kind of like a practice sometimes in Wiccan territory when there's any interaction with, like, a spiritual kind of thing, like Mm -hmm. Ouija boards, tarot cards, anything. You you have to close
1: it out. Yeah, you should
0: kind of, like, really focus your energy, like, through meditation, burning a candle, all kinds of stuff to, you know... Make sure that you're going towards the right place and you're not <laughs> right. asking somebody.
1: Yeah. It's Like, I'm your wife. Just kidding. <laughs> right.
0: <laughs> and the uh, way Jonathan's doing it, he's just like, anybody, anybody <laughs> in the world, Can please you, talk to me. <laughs> anybody? Can you hear me? Right.
1: I don't care if you're my wife or
0: not. <laughs> he doesn't after a while, it seems. He's like, Anna, you're getting in the way. I see someone screaming. Like <laughs>
1: <laughs> this isn't about you, Anna. <laughs>
0: So he doesn't heed her warning, obviously, and begins to be followed by three demons attracted by his obsession with EVP. Anna and the EVPs seem to be pointing him to people that aren't dead but soon may be. At one point, he keeps hearing a woman crying and hearing a street name over and over again. When Anna tells him to go now, he finds a car turned over on that street with a woman and her baby trapped inside. He's able to save the baby but not the woman. Jonathan and Sarah attend the funeral for her. The Litterer then thanks him for saving his son, but ultimately chases him away when Jonathan tries to explain how he found them with EVP.
1: That is absolutely insane to me that he connected those dots. Even So even if, like, a ghost or something was saying the same street name over and over again, and my dead wife, quote-unquote, was saying go, I don't know if I would connect that. Like, I was just like, they're just saying things. Like, how— I wouldn't be like, oh, yeah, there must be something bad happening on this street. I don't right. know if I would connect that. I'd just be like, oh, that's weird. I don't know. <laughs> like,
0: it's so, yeah, it's so weird and just not helpful because they're just repeating the same things over and over again, too, it seems. So it's like weeks and weeks of the same words. So you're just like, whatever. Right. I guess. She said
1: go immediately. So, okay, there's Anna saying go again. Like, right. <laughs> all right. Anna
0: always wants me to go. I go that's I her don't favorite know. word go. <laughs>
1: it's like a baby
0: go, go. <laughs> At this point, we can say he's kind of off the deep end. He's devoted a large chunk of his apartment to this with all the, the equipment he needs for this. And he's clearly not sleeping or thinking of anything else. Even his son's like, hey, you going to be okay?
1: Dad, what the fuck are you doing?
0: <laughs> what you doing here? Yeah.
1: Take care of me, maybe?
0: Yeah. He's like, can we watch TV together sometime? That's all I'm asking. Like,
1: no. <laughs> it's too much. He has to watch the ghosts in the, in the fuzziness. Uh, t- the scrambled TV.
0: Yeah. And still undeterred, even though everyone's concerned about him in his life, even Sarah, that's like familiar with this stuff, Jonathan finds another woman on EVP and assumes it is a recently missing woman named Mary Freeman. He also sees Sarah on the screen saying that she is hurt, predicting a future accident. He tries to protect her for that evening, but she ultimately jumps off a high rise building while possessed by the demons, becoming seriously injured.
1: Right off the edge. <laughs>
0: <laughs> right and it's like it happens immediately he's like yeah, I'll i'll stay with you for a couple of days and then you know everything will be fine it'll blow over mm-hmm. <laughs> like as soon as he gets up and uses the bathroom it's when it happens yeah
1: she's like mm, no <laughs> i don't think so right. i'm just gonna throw myself off the building
0: mm-hmm, like mm-hmm.
1: god can you imagine <laughs> she wanted to be away from this man so much so she threw herself <laughs> off a building like yes <laughs> yikes
0: So following signs he finds on EVP recordings, Jonathan locates the site where he believes the missing Mary Freeman is being kept. He contacts police to report his suspicion and insists they come to the location right away. Jonathan finds elaborate EVP deciphering electronic equipment on site. A construction workman from Jonathan's company, the same guy from the elevator in the beginning, has been doing his own EVP work and is found to be holding Mary captive.
1: What? <laughs> I got to this point, I'm like, okay, I'm I'm I checked out. I was right. like, what?
0: Inca- it's so weird. Why why did
1: why? <laughs> like it was at least somewhat interesting. Like I could even get on board with the predicting future people's
0: deaths, yeah.
1: And then all of a sudden there was this whole side thing now. Yeah,
0: with the serial killer kind of guy that's being possessed by demons. I Pick guess. a
1: lane, man. Like it's,
0: it's a lot. Yeah.
1: I, it was supposed to be like this. Shocking revelation, but I was like, I don't even care. Right, Like, you just diverted way, way off in left field.
0: And it, like, totally construes his whole, like, life story, too. So, here, let me just read on for a second. Yes. So, he's under the control of the three demons as they preside over this conversation he's having with the man. And the workman confesses he's been instructed to kill Mary and insinuates that he's did the same with Anna. And I'm like, but it was ruled that she drowned, like, I don't get how these things correlate. Unless
1: like, he killed her and dumped her body, kind of a thing. I or guess, but like, that
0: means she's still alive. She was still alive when she was in the water. If they could detect that she drowned, because they find water in the lungs typically when, uh, when you, unless he you find a drowning, held
1: her under the water.
0: I guess I don't know. It's just weird. Like, <laughs> so did her car even break down, kind of thing? Yeah. Like, did he just take her and then move the car? It's just weird. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, it's not really important because we don't even really know any more about this. No,
1: yeah, because now we have these three demon things that were kind of present throughout the movie. Yeah. But now it's shoehorned into this dude. Right. I'm like, how? wait, how do these two things tie in together? Yeah. Do I- they? The demons and the guy? Are the demons <laughs> controlling the guy, telling him what to do? Or yeah.
0: Do- and I don't know if that means that they were going to try to control Jonathan, though, because, you know, they were stalking Jonathan. But I don't know. I guess they got a lot of time on their hands.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, what, the demons? Yeah. I mean, what else are they going to do? <laughs> have to go run errands?
0: Right. That's go to true. the grocery store? Maybe the
1: laundromat? Pick <laughs> right. up the kids from daycare? Right. Like,
0: <laughs> what are we going to have for dinner on Tuesday? I don't <laughs> know.
1: I don't know, Beelzebub. What else? <laughs> like. <gasps> They're in a thruple, actually. (laughs) Yeah. They're in a happy little three-way.
0: It's just three as company, just all dudes.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Uh, Yeah. So, I mean, I guess when they're not doing their daily routine, they're trying to possess people.
0: Yeah, okay.
1: Typical demon behavior.
0: Right. So, as the three demons watch, Jonathan attempts to save Mary, but the demons intervene torturing jonathan by breaking his arms and legs and cause him to fall to his death i'm like what the fuck is happening i was like i shouldn't be laughing they, they like lift him up and his legs literally go like make a w <laughs> like, <laughs>
1: <laughs> like it's not funny but it's also so outlandish.
0: yeah yeah the special effects they're just not they're bad they're not it
1: no and then that, again that was another thing like at least in the beginning of the movie I wouldn't say it was necessarily believable, but, like, all the haunting stuff was just, like, the EVP stuff, which I found a lot more interesting.
0: And compelling, yeah, than, than, than being dragged by stuff. these
1: three CGI demons breaking his bones. I'm like, all right. Like, I, I think I probably mentioned this before, but my favorite kind of, like, horror is, like, the subtle stuff that I could actually believe happened or right. could happen. And that's the EVP stuff. Like, I could definitely see that actually being a thing. Not this... Mm. Not the CGI. Oh my god! It looks so bad. Yeah. Stephanie. Yeah. And he, like, I'm not afraid of three demons picking my body up and just breaking my bones. I don't know. I don't. <laughs> Maybe I should be. But I honestly, they just look
0: like black shadow men. Yeah. Like, you can't even make out any discernible features and stuff like that. And at one point, they like jump scare him in a doorway. But that's why I say it's like the Phantom of the Megaplex kind of thing. Cause it's just like, <laughs> like the shape of like a Grim Reaper kind of thing, yeah. but no face or anything. Mm-hmm.
1: But I could, even that, I could be. Like, I could see that being pretty scary, because, like, you know, just, like, shadow people in general. Mm -hmm. Like, that freaks me out, because, like, I've definitely, like, had that happen. Yeah, just, like, I could have just been, like, you know, peripheral vision stuff. But it's freaky when that happens, so I could see that being, like, somewhat scary. But not when they're just, like, actively attacking (laughs) you like this. I'm like, all right.
0: Yeah.
1: Womp, womp, fail. (laughs) So, yeah, he's, uh, he's not doing so hot.
0: no. So a police SWAT team arrive on the scene and are able to save Mary by killing the workmen. So we jump forward to Jonathan's ex-wife and her new husband and Jonathan's son leaving the funeral. And uh, they're flicking through the radio station, and in some interference, they catch a voice say, I'm sorry, Mikey to jonathan's son oh
1: is that what he said i i couldn't even make it out
0: yeah it was very very vague and i'm like <laughs> sorry a little sorry too late like yeah. you neglected him for like six months <laughs> yeah now you did now you did now what right <laughs> mikey's gonna need some therapy yeah and uh mikey the son recognizes his voice and smiles and then we see sarah in a wheelchair at jonathan's grave site and she's being menaced by noises in the wind some of they are still out there.
1: Spooky. If I heard my parents' voice over the <laughs> radio, I would not smile. Right. I'd be breaking down, crying, <laughs> freaking the fuck out.
0: Yeah. Like, I want
1: to be like, oh, like, no. No, th- that's that not like- a
0: comforting thing. <laughs> it's like, oh my God, what the hell? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what is happening? You mean he's trapped in there? Look. <laughs>
1: That freaked
0: me out. Yeah, it's weird. I don't know. Maybe it's because Mikey's like, oh, good, daddy's with the thing he loves most.
1: Yeah, he's probably like, thank God he's gone.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I really like mom a lot better.
1: Yeah, after everything that happens for the best.
0: I don't blame him. (laughs)
1: No, he's like, yeah, this is fine. Right. No, no.
0: And then just before the end credits, we flash to the image of Jonathan and his wife visible in white noise static. And a closing title reads: Of the many thousands of documented EVP messages, approximately one in 12 have been overly threatening in nature. Which Charlie said out loud: That's not true. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, sure. I,
0: I don't it I, feels I, like I, a really random statistic. I
1: didn't fact-check that. Whatever. <laughs> I was so over it. I felt so betrayed by the end of this. I'm like, yeah. wow. I rooted for you, White Noise, okay? <laughs> <laughs> I rooted for you. I thought you were good. And you proved me wrong. No. I'm like, there's another bad movie. Yes. There's another bad This whole season. Movie. <laughs> oh.
0: This whole season.
1: <laughs> you know, if, if my expectations weren't just shattered, I don't know if I would have been so upset. <laughs> by my own expectations. Yeah, maybe. But again, I will give it credit. The first half of the movie, I thought, was going somewhere. Yeah. Like, they should have just kept on that track...
0: Right. They just shouldn't have made it such a big deal with the whole demons thing. Like, yeah. It like, if you're going to have malevolent voices, cool. You know, that stuff was working. Yeah. But, because, like, even when they had, like, little jump scares on the images, that was kind of that, a, that may be, like, a thing, you know?
1: I'm fairly, like, unfazed by jump scares. Mm-hmm. Like, I could watch a movie and just, like, no reaction. Even that kind of, like, I was like, oh, yeah, look a little spooky. A little <laughs> like
0: spooky. It spooked
1: me. And, like, I don't know. I thought... Yeah, the subtlety I, of it, like it was...
0: I think, yeah, that was more scary than actually seeing like, them
1: or... <laughs> breaking his body into this, a pretzel, I'm like,
0: please. And it just happened in such slow motion, it just wasn't quick enough, I was like, is he gonna be okay? <laughs> but, and then they throw him off the thing, and you're like, no, guess no, not.
1: <laughs> but... Sarah was fine jumping off of a high rise. Yeah.
0: So. She only fell like two floors. Though. Oh, was it only two it floors? It wasn't that high up. It oh, was okay. weird. It wasn't like she was on the roof. She fell from oh, a yeah, balcony. Right.
1: Okay. Well, then never mind. But regardless, I was like.
0: <sighs> yeah.
1: Like I, they could have done a movie without having a weird like villain at the end. Right. Like it didn't even really need. It could have the bad spirit or demons or yeah, whatever. It could
0: have just been like a miscellaneous of black, bad of yeah. blad spirits, <laughs> blad
1: spirits, It's just a blad spirits. It was Stephanie. just so
0: blad. Yeah, I don't.
1: they're so blad, but it ended up being three demons.
0: Yeah,
1: that were stupid. Right, like it just could have been a series of just like he could have just still gone down the rabbit hole mm-hmm. without like showing too much, and they showed everything. Right, and shoehorned this workman guy, and I was like,
0: I kind of wanted it to turn the other way around and be like. You know, it wasn't really your wife talking to you. It right. was one of these malevolent spirits or whatever. Mm. I expected it to go that way based off the premise. Right. And then when went did it didn't, and we were just like, so she's just kind of a side character now and it's not about reaching out to her anymore. It's just she just happens to be there. <laughs> yeah.
1: She was just trying to help him solve like potential Primes. crimes. <laughs> yeah. Girl, if I was dead, I'd be like, deuces. Like, I don't got time for I'm dead. I don't have time to worry about this no more. Right. Like, I don't want to be helping you solve future crimes somehow. Like, yeah. I just let me rest. I'm no longer here. Just let me go. Right. I know. Not great.
0: So, would you like to hear about electronic voice phenomena? Ivips. Ivips. Yes. Okay. Electronic voice phenomenon, EVP, refers to the phenomenon where sounds resembling human voices are captured on electronic recording, such as audio tapes or digital recordings, without any apparent source. These voices are often interpreted as communication from spirits or entities from the afterlife. EVP gained popularity in the 1970s when parapsychologist Constantins,
1: Constantines, <laughs> Constantines, <laughs> Rodev- Constantin's.
0: Constantins Rodov. Is that
1: Rod- a pr- is that a name?
0: Rodov. Yeah, I guess. Oh yeah. Parapsychologist. Oh, okay. It's got like a little tilde in there or something. Is- I, I feel like this is like Russian or something. I don't know.
1: It's <laughs> a name I don't recognize. <laughs> right.
0: So this man conducted experiments and described EVP as brief sounds, usually the length of a word or short phrase. So the scientific and skeptical perspectives from a scientific perspective, EVP is often regarded as a form of auditory periodolia. The hell is that? I think like a paranoia. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Which is the tendency of the human brain to interpret random sounds as meaningful voices or words.
1: Can I tell you something about that? Hmm. I had this one auditory hallucination, at least I hope it's an auditory hallucination, so vivid. It sounded like like a 1920s or something man over like a static-y radio, you know, like the old-timey radio sound mm-hmm. in my ear. I can't remember what he said, but it, seventy. it was so vivid. I'm like, I just got contacted by a ghost. Like it was – so crazy. Never have I had anything that vivid before. Like, I've had, you know, like, I thought I heard what, something.
0: What were you listening to? Nothing.
1: To? No, I just heard it. Like, oh. so it's not EVP per se, I guess. But I was just laying there and I heard it.
0: Oh, damn.
1: Nothing. I was What just, did
0: he say? I can't remember. Ooh. It was
1: just a couple words, but it was so vivid. It sounded like someone turned on a radio right next to my ear. It was so freaky. I woke up, turned on the light, and I had a hard time falling back asleep. Yikes. Isn't that bizarre? I, yeah. It happened a couple of years ago. Ooh. Yeah. It's not, so it's not really an EVP because it wasn't, like, coming through anything. But I'm like, no, the auditory hallucination yeah. or something or some ghost was trying to talk to me.
0: Right. I really wish I
1: remember what he said, but it was so freaky. Right. So vivid. It. Ugh.
0: Well, and then I get the whole, like, audio hallucinations, too, because the whole process of EVPs is, is very suggestive, in mm-hmm. my opinion. Because, like, when you watch, like, Ghost Adventures or – where you go and try to get your own EVPs and stuff <laughs> yeah. like that. You have to kind of like listen to it yourself without having somebody else tell you what they well, hear. Mm-hmm. Because then automatically your brain hears it Yeah, in a that's way. what you're listening for? Yeah.
1: Oh, well, that was like, have you ever seen that Toy Story clip with Ken and Barbie?
0: I, I know the scene that you're talking and about. He,
1: she's like tearing up his clothes
0: uh yes and Um, she says something
1: yeah so basically i can show you later but there's a recording of someone like recording watching the tv of the movie and it sounds like depending on what you listen to he says oh barbie but it it almost sounds like he says oh fuck oh so depending on like what you're thinking of you could hear it it's like the yanny and laurel thing right (laughs) yanny laurel like depending on what you're (laughs) thinking of
0: yes you almost
1: hear it because like Ghost Adventures, as much as I enjoy that show, 90% of it, I'm like, okay, sure. And, like, if you don't see what he's saying it's saying, like, you're like, you don't know what they're talking about. Right. They're just, like, trying to make it fit into what they think. I'm like, that sounds nothing like
0: that. Like what you're hearing. Yeah. (laughs)
1: Yeah, sometimes it's like, okay, I could see that. But I'm like, uh, no.
0: Yeah, honestly, too. And I just don't want to be told, like, what I'm supposed to be hearing, too. like. Honestly, I know it's it's for television, so obviously they're going to tell you. But they should have been like, "Do you hear that?" Yeah. <laughs> what like, do you? What do you hear? What do you hear? <laughs> do you hear? And then afterwards, maybe they can yeah. tell you. Very good. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Yay. Yay! We all heard it. <laughs> so skeptics argue that EVP is a pseudoscience and can be explained by phenomena such as apophenia, finding patterns in random information. Equipment, artifacts, or or hoaxes. Hoaxes. Or or hoaxes. (laughs) Sound Canadian. Or hoaxes. (laughs) No, or hoaxes.
1: (laughs) Oh, my God. There's this, um, for anyone listening, there's uh, this YouTube channel called Top 5 And he shows, like, paranormal videos. Again, I'm fairly certain all of them are are fake. But he's like, every single one, he's like, is this the paranormal? an elaborate hoax. So every time I (laughs) see the word hoax, I'm like...
0: Hoax.
1: (laughs) Hoax. Every time he he calls it, he says hoax. I'm just like, oh, God, I
0: hate that word.
1: (laughs) Because of this man.
0: Right. So under controversy and interpretations, EVP remains a controversial topic with believers considering it as evidence of communication with the spirit world, while skeptics attribute it to natural explanations. Some paranormal investigators and enthusiasts use audio recorders, and other equipment to capture EVP during ghost hunting or paranormal investigations, it's important to note that the scientific community generally does not consider EVP as credible evidence of paranormal activity. The mainstream scientific consensus is that further research and rigorous scientific investigation are needed to validate the claims associated with EVP.
1: I mean, that's fair. Yeah. Unless a ghost comes up and be like, I'm here. Like, <laughs> how are you ever going to know for right. sure? Right.
0: By the way, I was saying these things over here. like, <laughs> did you hear that? Yeah. Like,
1: <laughs> hello. I was talking to you. <laughs> Do you believe in EVP, Stephanie?
0: I, meh.
1: <laughs> mm, no, <laughs> I don't think so.
0: <laughs> I mean, I, I get what people hear sometimes, but like I said before, too, I feel like it's very suggestive. Mm-hmm. Also, I feel like, if you go out with the intention of looking for something, you might find something just because you're mm-hmm. kind of already in that mindset, like yeah. hunting for ghosts. So I've got to hear a ghost yeah. thing. <laughs> you're
1: gonna pick up every little thing. Like, mm-hmm. did
0: you hear that, mm-hmm. Stephanie? Yes. It was a ghost. It was a ghost. No. Yeah. Did you hear it? Yeah.
1: I don't know. What I've never. You? Yeah. I I've never heard one like in real life. So anything I've ever heard was like again on ghost adventures or something online. So I can never. Tell you know, mm-hmm. unless I caught one myself, that was like pretty clear. Like I don't know. I guess I'm s- not skeptical. I wouldn't be surprised if they're real, but I also never experienced ones. So I can't say for certain. Right. But I would. Let's put it this way. I would not be surprised if it happened.
0: Yeah. Fair enough. Like I I get why people put stock in it. It just hasn't happened for myself. Right.
1: I need a see to believe. Yes. All right. Listen. I can't just believe everything I hear. Right. Everything I see. I just assume everything is a hoax until I am proven otherwise. A hoax. That's that's how I live my life. I'm like, I don't believe it until until I have until hard it's straight ad- in my face. Exactly. And even then I'm like, I don't know about that. Maybe I just uh saw something.
0: Yes, exactly. I don't know.
1: So that that being said, I wouldn't be surprised, but I'm also like, I don't know. Fair enough. Ivs. Who knows? Oops. Thank you for listening. If you enjoy the show and listen on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, giving us a five star rating is super helpful, and we will always appreciate it.
0: Yes, you can find us on social media at Thirteen Degrees of Screams.
1: This has been Thirteen Degrees of Screams, and we will see you next week. I like chocolate. Is that what you heard? (laughs) I heard I like bananas and I'm gonna give you all my money.
0: Correct. That's, That's what I heard. Thanks, Stephanie. You're welcome.